Le seul podcast sur le PSG en anglais. Hello and welcome to a new season of PSG Talking, the first podcast devoted to Paris Saint-Germain in English. I'm your host Ed, and joining me on today's show, we have Guillaume Delaporte. Guillaume, there he is. Um, so much to talk about. We're recording this podcast on Sunday, right after the Trophée de Champion 1-0 loss. What a game. Leo. What a game, right? Um, <laughs> we're going to get into that. We're going to get into transfers. We're going to get into Mbappe, all that stuff that all the PSG fans are interested in. But first, Guillaume, how, how's your summer been? Let's check in with you first. Oh, beautiful Northern California summer, perfect weather, little cold breeze when you're hot, little warm breeze when you're cold. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we're all very jealous. Now, better summer, Paris or Northern California? Hmm. Well, it depends on the context. Um, but um, summer in Paris can be, it's a lottery. It can be incredible and it can be miserable. Northern Europe, you never know. They had awful rain and they were miserable a week ago and now I think it's okay. But summer in Tel Aviv, oh, hot and sticky, boiling hot. I don't know what's up with the Liga marketing teams. Like, why, why Israel for the Israeli market? Seventeen people. That's an interesting one. I, you know, messaged my contacts at PSG and I was like, any chance you guys are coming to the U.S.? And I think with COVID and everything, they're probably not wanting to do that. I don't, maybe I, don't, I haven't looked at Israel's oh, COVID testing. Because, because yeah. Israel was like um, the first nation to, be, to get vaccinated or something, something, something. Yeah, so they, it doesn't matter if they boo your players, uh, you know, if the game is crap, it's, it's like it's safe to go. Okay. I think so. Maybe I, maybe it's COVID related. Yeah. I think I think that's the the situation. It was just a safer place, and at the end of the day, we want the players to be safe. So if that's what needed to happen, so be it. But you're sure. right; it was hot and sticky. I was watching some MLS games last night here in the states, and there was a game in Houston and a couple other ones. And the jerseys are just like sticking to them because it's so hot and humid. And it's like this is not football weather. It's not football weather. Though. Yeah, we need, we need the cold. Bring on fall. Um, yeah. All right, enough of the weather report. Let's get into this crap game. One nil. PSG lose to Lille once again. Lille obviously won league on last season, beating PSG by one point. And then Zeka, mm -hmm. uh, hopefully I'm saying that correctly, just a screamer at the top of the mm -hmm. box right before halftime, I think it was. Mm -hmm. um, we'll get into my tweet about Navas and Donnarumma and, and all of that, but... I want to just get your overall thoughts on this game. You know, you look at the starting lineup. You had Novice in goal. Hakimi, Kerr, Kimpembe, and Diallo made up the back four. And then Herrera, Danilo, and Bimbe. Hopefully I said that correctly in the midfield. And then Draxler on the wing. Icardi up front. And Calamwendo oh, on the other wing. Oh, Icardi was playing? Oh. <laughs> yes, you may have caught a glimpse you know? of him, but oh, he was right. playing. So feel free to go in on Icardi. Talk about the lineup. I, I don't think there's a lot to glean from this game just because the starting lineup isn't going to be what we normally see. But if there's a couple players, a couple performances, if you want to talk about Poch, the floor is yours. Just go in. 
Okay, well, I mean, besides Hakimi, uh, there was absolutely no interest whatsoever. Um, the idea that idea, sorry, that Icardi would care about a professional football game for the team he's playing um, disappeared within the first minute. Uh, we were playing with the C team. <sighs> was pathetic and Lille is the most boring team. I mean, it's worse, but oh my God, oh my God. It's back to the League One core values and great for them. They won their first Trophée des Champions and they will reward the fans with uh, a catastrophic run in the Champions League where they will not score a single goal, maybe one if they're lucky. And um, even if they are in the pot one um, of the Champions League, they will be transparent in the Champions League. And that's how they're going to reward their fans. I'm not a big fan of this team at all. I think they're boring like hell. They don't have, they can't, they, they, they learn how to rise up to occasions in League One, but my God, what are they going to do in the Champions League? Anyway, uh, Hakimi, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, you know, he discovered the roughness of League One defenders, got uh, ooh, special treatment, they double team, team, triple team, because he was the only threat. It's like, a, oh, Icardi is playing good, we could play with one in the back, you know, and then triple team Hakimi, and then we'll score eventually. Paris almost scored, a couple of headers, and all. Kelly Mwendo was a big disappointment, I think. Um, his previous game, he was a lot more interest, interested and interesting. I mean, do we need to talk about anyone else? <sighs> yeah, Hakimi is as advertising special. I do worry about the physicality of the league and teams kind of chopping his legs out from under him and you know giving him kind of the Neymar treatment. That's sort of a little bit of a worry. Um, I, Icardi, I think you're right there. Just invisible. I do worry, though, that a lot of talk on Twitter about his performance, and it's just not up to where it needs to be considering his price tag and all the notoriety. Um, but when he came to PSG, I mean, he was banging in the goals. I mean, let's not forget. I mean, he, he got off to a really fast start. I, I wonder if it's Poch maybe not getting the best out of him, if this isn't the right system for him. Um, I think the, the quality is there, and I just don't know if it's his attitude, his mindset, if he's already thinking about another team. But something's going on there. It's either the system's not working or he's just already checked out. But I think he's a quality player. And in the right situation, I think he's one of the best strikers in the world. But I don't know. If PSG, I don't think PSG is the right situation for him anymore. And so that's a, that's a player that PSG and Leonardo are going to have to move on at some point, I think, if they can get a buyer. They tried. Yeah. They tried. No, nobody wants him or can't afford him. Right. So, I mean, that's the, the curse of Paris Saint-Germain. It's like uh, we can buy, but to sell, oof, with the may, salaries they get. May need to take a loss. I mean, you look at uh, Tilo Kerr. Uh, someone, uh, I forget, forgive me, I tweeted out that, you know, we may get 30% of what we paid for him. He, a lot of yeah something's better than nothing i guess but we've got yeah. psg has several players that we are just not going to recoup what what the team spent on them so that's unfortunate well, where was rafinha today why he wasn't on the 
Yeah, Dick. not not on the bench. Um, he's a player that has been rumored, maybe even Barcelona, uh, someone in yeah. Spain maybe was looking at him. So maybe they're just maybe that deal's close and they didn't want him to pick up an injury. Yeah, that's it. That yeah, could be it. That's that's what be it. Now, oh, was that what yeah. was? <laughs> yeah, because I came on the 81st uh, minute for Kempembe. Um, when Aldum came on, we we talked about Hakimi, um, but let's give Wijnaldum some praise. I thought he came on sure. and looked very good, silky smooth. I love his style of play. Yeah, I think he's a great. I'm so up. happy he joined. Oh my god, that's so, I'm so happy he joined. This guy is going to help a lot. Yeah. But my God, uh, we were crying two seasons ago that we had nobody in midfield. <laughs> Look at the situation now. Oh, oh we yeah. have what? Well, 14 it, midfielders. <laughs> it's absurd. Uh, the, the, yeah, well, okay. If uh, the CFO is happy with that, <laughs> we'll keep him. Uh, yeah. but, but Gigi is going to help. <laughs> Yeah, I want Pogba. I just had to show everyone uh, during the interview. That's your like your handle, your screen name. So I want Pogba. Oh my god, I want Pogba so badly. You know, I mean, it's going to be a even stranger team with Pogba. Uh, Be entertaining. When we think about the style of PSG, is to let your creative, world class players be creative and world class, and uh, Pogba is going to bring phenomenal passing, physical intensity in midfield, um, domination in the air, long shots. It's going to bring so much, but oh my God, he's going to lose a few balls in midfield and unbalance the team and all that stuff. So Posh, if Pogba joins, uh, he's going to have his work cut out to like, we're going to have to have um, systems to compensate. Um, Well, we have uh, Gigi, uh, who physically is a monster. He's not the best defensive midfielder because he's not really a defensive midfielder. He's kind of an eight. He's a he's an all-around midfielder with football IQ. He's hard on duels. He can score. He has an incredible work ethics, huge uh, game volume. I mean, so, yeah, that wouldn't be, you know, um, oh my God, we are going to be invincible with Pogba. But I mean, again, if you watch the O and if he can have, if he can be close to the quality of play he has when he plays for the French national team, I mean, the, the connection Pogba, Neymar, Pogba, Mbappe, if Mbappe stays, um, would be absolutely phenomenal. And then on paper, okay, it looks like Bernat is coming back with, you know, what level he's going to be. I think it's going to take him a few games for sure, but technically Bernat, you know, even at the age of 75, you'll give him the ball. He'll be like, you know, it's in his genes. So I think he's going to be okay. He's working so hard to, uh, to come back on paper. If we do get Pogba, um, either this summer now or in January, what a team. And, and that Pogba deal does seem like it's something that could be get done. I think Pogba is not going to sign an extension. So United is going to want to get yep. something for him, I would assume. So if PSG come in, even if it's a low offer, maybe they take it. I don't know. 
I don't I don't know PSG's finances if they could do that. I know they probably need to sell a Sarabia, maybe an Acardi, maybe a couple others, but it seems like a deal that could be done if PSG won him, but on the other end, do they wait till next summer and just get him for free? But they well, only have Mbappe for this season potentially, so maybe you want it Pogba in to give it one go this season and see what the hell happens. Yeah, it'd be surprising if Mbappe goes this summer. Why would uh, Madrid get him this summer as they can get him for free? And they got a lot of players for free in the, pa- in the past. So, and Mbappe wants to join, blah, blah, blah. It'd be very surprising. But uh, Pogba at United is another story because they already lost him to Juve on the free. Relosing him on the free for the image of the club, which is already a little... Huh? Uh, they may want a uh, little cash and um, finances, clubs finances is a big uh, mystery right now. UEFA is like, <clears throat> because, you know, they gave them the green light. There's no FFP this summer, basically. So Paris is like, okay. And they just spent so far 60 million euros. So there's a bit more money. And listen, if you can get Pogba, you get Pogba. That's it. That's, that's a no brainer. I mean, that's a, that's a no brainer. And uh, why was he bad at uh, Manchester United? Well, another player we know really well was absolutely terrible at Manchester United. And then Angelito has been pretty darn good at Paris Saint Germain all these years. Uh, if Mbappe stays another season, goes on a free, well, okay, we'll cry because we could make a lot of money, but he's going to go. Well, if he stays and Pogba joins, and my wish is that he joins within a few weeks oh my god what a team what a team i mean and we we're talking about pogba we have sergio ramos we have Gigi, we have akimi um and then our special champions league weapon coming back uh on the on the left wing and hopefully to a good level um we could be absolutely freaking gorgeous to watch and um when we ask what what's Paris, Paris Saint Germain style, well, obviously they want to go the Galacticos way. Um, we don't have to play like Liverpool, like Bayern Munich, like Chelsea. We don't have to. We can try, you know, that phenomenal, free, beautiful technical football. Um, with some world class players here, here and there, and uh, it's going to be the most spectacular team to watch and uh well it's a good thing when you watch football and you have a very very fluid and spectacular team to watch and that might be the brand you know the style of play and the brand of the club and um we've got a lot of questions about that style and whether pochettino is the right manager to unlock that style one player you talked about or haven't talked about that I want to get into because it sort of lit up my uh, my uh, at replies on Twitter, um, and that's that's the situation with the goalkeeper. Um, mm-hmm. The goal today, hell of a goal, incredible strike um, from the Lille uh, player Jeka. I, I don't maybe there isn't any goalkeeper that could save that. I don't know. I've never played goalkeeper. I don't know. But if you tell me I have two really good goalkeepers. And one is 12 years younger than the other one, four inches taller, and just led Italy to 
the Euros uh, victory by saying player, player of the tournament too. Player of the tournament made not goalie of the tournament. Player of the tournament. player of the tournament. He's made countless uh, penalty saves. The kid is phenomenal. He's he's is Mbappe he? quality, but as a goalkeeper, it's incredible. And you get him for free, and I understand he wasn't on the bench, so it wasn't like he was even had an opportunity to play today. I think he's on vacation or recovering from the Euros or whatever it might be. But when the season starts, my opinion is Donnarumma is better than Navas right now. It's not disrespectful to Navas. I understand what sure. Navas has done in the past, and I thank you for us. I, I respect what you did at Real Madrid. But right now, Navas is not a better goalkeeper than Donnarumma. He's just not. It's not, but you, you, you're having a very technical point of view. Mm-hmm. Navas is a huge voice in the locker room. Mm-hmm. He has become a big, uh, he's, like the, he's like the unofficial captain. So there's, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's a, a little bit of a glue in the team. He, he motivates everybody. People respect him. Um, he's important for the spirit of the team. So you may not want to dampen that spirit. So sell him. Why can't we sell him? Loan him out. You can't have these two goalkeepers. I mean, who, you do, can. You play, who do you play? You can't have Donnarumma. This is like getting Mbappe in 2017 and saying, sorry, kid, we need Pastore's playing on the wing or something. It's like, what? It's, well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And if he's totally unhappy... Um, then there's the winter transfer window, but there was an opportunity to get Donnarumma this summer. And it's, you know, the club has been looking at him for years and years because he's a absolutely phenomenal player. Is he 22? When he talks, he sounds like he's 45 and, you know, like super expensive. He's only yeah. 22. He's, uh, he's something else. Um, is a one of a generation goalkeeper. He might become the greatest goalkeeper Italy ever had. And oh my God, they had a few go- good ones. But so you, you, you talk, get him, and then yeah. you manage. You manage with Navas. You, and if he doesn't go well, like you said, we sell yeah. Navas. But but, but, but what you but, said, what does it look like for Manchester United to let Pogba leave on a free two times? How does it look for PSG to have the Euro player of the tournament sitting on the bench? On the bench. Well, maybe he's not going to sit on the bench. I mean, you know, they will take quotations. Um, and I'm sorry, um, I'm going to be technical too. I would love not to see Sergio Rico touch a football um, for Paris Saint-Germain. Yes, agreed. Uh, ever again. Because every time a ball comes to his direction, he's like that. Um, that guy was an international. I mean, have you noticed? He he's got a when, case when of the yips. Save, is what they call that. When he makes a save, it's like, eh, eh. and there's a save. You're like, oh my god, he actually saved that that thing. He's an awful goalkeeper. No confidence. And he was on number two. So maybe there's a way to manage uh, Donnarumma and Navas. And when he when he's injured, well, we have two world class goalkeepers. And we'll see how Navas takes it and how Donnarumma takes it being on the bench. But Donnarumma's 22 is coming into a team full of incredible talents and, and you know, super, super stars, world stars. Um, 
Navas was a Real Madrid goalkeeper for years. Um, okay, he comes with a status. He's, he's European champion. He's um, he was captain, I think, of his team. Um, not the national team. Uh, we'll see. I'm not too concerned. I'm not too concerned. It's a um, it's a it's, it's a problem that only rich people have. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a it's good problem better than than seeing Rico as your like backup yeah. goalkeeper. Oh my god! No. But the, the response on Twitter is like, "Oh, you're being disrespectful." This is what happened at Real Madrid, and I guess my point of view is like, we PSG basically have two sports cars in their garage, and it's okay to say maybe that your Lamborghini is better than a Maserati. Or, I don't know whatever comparison I you mean, want to make there. Navas is thirty five. You know, he's uh, yeah, he's got a, another few years, but. Yeah, he's a smart guy. You must understand that the club had this opportunity, and here he is. And now there's going to be competition for the for the position. Well, there's competition at every other, every single other position at Paris Saint Germain. <laughs> and and, and uh, I, yeah. I can't I can't get that goal last season. I understand maybe the defense should have done better with it, but the Kevin De Bruyne goal in the first game against Manchester City that Navas. I don't care what anybody else is doing. He should have saved yeah, that. He should have. Yeah, he should have. But and I mean, I, I see. I start to see some number, cracks. Add the number of saves. Unbelievable. He's a great goalkeeper. Saves. He would be yeah. great at another team. How many? How many? How many games he saved us and kept our head out of the water and made absolutely incredible saves. I agree. Over and and even over if and even if you again. assume that he has had no drop off, he is the same player as he was last year. In my heart, in my opinion, this is why they pay me the big bucks, not really. My opinion is Donnarumma is still a better goalkeeper. He is. He's still, even if novice, there was no drop-off from last year to no, this he year, is. he's still better. He's not perfect. He's a little heavy. The very different type uh, different type of goalkeepers. Navas as a... I, can tell, I like heavy. I like, I like a heavy goalkeeper. He's so mobile and so swift. For his size, Donnarumma is, is kind of quick but like on some low balls i mean the guy is like 100 kilos you know he's a huge guy he's almost two meters tall so he's not no goalkeeper's perfect we, so we don't get do, some weaknesses we don't do that navas here. that navas doesn't have so technically it's interesting for the coach too. you know depending what type of opposition you can have you're like okay i have two world-class goalkeepers this team is full of like swift little tricky players you know maybe i'm gonna put navas who's a bit more mobile uh, I don't know. we'll see i'm really not concerned at all it's wonderful to have both of them i hope it's going to be okay in the lockers room and that navas with all of his experience mm -hmm. um and you know navas is loved by the fans they love him hey, I, boy i found that out too i like you said i'm looking at it just kind of black and white just technical who i think is better and i think with shots like that you want someone with really long arms who could fill up that that net and with yeah. those screamers from distance that he's going to be able to maybe get a fingertip on it whereas navas being 10 12 years older might just be a hair slower I mean, don't don't kill me for thinking that someone who's thirty four years old. I don't know if he's smaller, but he's smaller. He's smaller. <laughs> His reaction time yeah. may have declined just a little bit. It's okay to say that. Does it mean I think Navas is a terrible person, not a good goalkeeper? I just think the guy who's bigger and younger might be a little bit faster to react to a shot we'll from distance. We'll find out. Hopefully, we'll find out, and and I hope 
your Pochenito is a warm and smart mm -hmm. manager and he'll, he'll manage it. There's going to be a rotation and we'll see the, the league mm. is starting in, in a week. Five, five in, days. In, in five days, six days. Uh, we'll see. Um, my God, I don't know who's going to play well, when our internationals are going <laughs> to be back. We got oh Ramos to work into the, the lineup. Well, well Ramos, so Ramos calf is, is acting up again and calf injuries are really bad. They are really difficult to heal. I got one on my treadmill like a couple months ago and it took like a month to recover. I was like, yeah, around. they're bad. They're bad. It's not good. Um, so, but Ramos is not going to play 45 games for Paris Saint-Germain. He's going to do like 30 or something. It's wonderful to have him. Um, we need them to smack some of the players around when they're, you know, drifting off and not paying attention and doing what they're supposed to do. We need Ramos in there to throw people on their shoulder and get them back in line. But the first it's game, incredible. yeah, the first uh, league game is going to be on August seventh on Saturday against Trois, and then Trois. Trois. Is that did I say that correctly? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an R, but that's a French R. It's really hard to say. Say Trois. Trois. Yeah, something like that. I like that. I can roll the R. Uh, and then yeah. Strasbourg on mm -hmm. August 15th. Two relatively winnable games. I think we should get six points out of that. But after this result today, who the hell knows? It could be another crazy domestic season. So let's set that all to the side. I think we've kind of dissected that. It sucks to lose, but it's it's, oh, well. it's a glorified friendly. Who cares? I, wanna, I don't know if I've gotten your opinion on the latest on um, Mbappe. Mr. Mbappe, who has yet to say anything publicly about what he really wants or intends to do. He's entering his last year of his contract, and nobody has any idea what he intends to do. The Spanish press wants to make things up. Um, you know, there's all kinds of reports saying that he is not going to resign. You hear some reports that PSG are doing everything they can. Mbappe wants a project, so PSG are making all these signings. No one has any idea. And, and my thought, and I'll, then I'll turn it over to you, my thought is, is this is just going to be a distraction into the season, that his teammates are going to be asked about it, the manager's going to be asked about it, it's going to be constant reports all day, every day, and it's just like, dude, just say what you want or what you're going to do, and if you want to leave, fine, we'll give you a good farewell tour, let's hope we win the Champions League this year, but like, just, just say something, I, I, don't, I don't understand this silence, it's kind of aggravating me. And I'm curious well, to get your thought on that. I mean, he's in a good position. If he says, he, like, at the beginning of a season, okay, I'm leaving at the end of the season, people are going to be like, go now. Um, so it's a bit dangerous to say right now, you know. what? And also, yeah, I want, I want to be sure about the project. It's, a, it's an easy excuse, you say, so people are like, oh, okay, it makes sense. I mean, this transfer season has been pretty spectacular and maybe absolutely incredible if Pogba joins. He's been at the club for five years, um, has done so much, scored over 100 goals. If he leaves on the free at the end of the season, he, okay. It's going to be the new norm in world football. Uh, I think Wenger said that. Sometimes he says... Mm -hmm. Mark Damon, I think, on the 1970s said the same thing, that players like this being empowered and controlling their own destination, their own future. Because of the, the sheer cost of, of transfers. Um, you know, uh, it makes it a little easier to run your contract now. 
uh, when you want a little freedom and, and you pick your team. It, it, it happened quite a few times in the NBA and nobody was making a fuss about it. So, yeah, he may leave. It'd be surprising if Madrid gets him now. Very surprising. Um, it would make more sense financially for them to, to get him on a free because that's going to be a hefty little singing bonus for sure. But I mean, if they spend 40 or 50 millions on Mbappe, it's, it's pocket change for a player like this. And then maybe they can get rebuild the team next next summer and have a few spectacular signings too. It's going to go. We know he's going to go. We know he's going to go. We we want we don't want him to go. We want him to stay forever. Blah, blah, blah. I don't. I honestly don't it care. Doesn't... I just want you to say something. Okay. <laughs> like if you want to go, like fine. Say hey, I'm leaving at the end of the season, but I'm gonna give my all for PSG. Fine. Totally cool with it. Just say it. Listen. Listen. Like, put your big boy pants on and just say what you want to do. He's twenty-two. He's big got boys. his dad isn't. I mean, his agent isn't. Sure, but at the end, it's his butt and his career and his decisions, and he, you know, he's in a good position with the club, and it's it's football, it's business. We're talking about huge amount of, of money. Um, the kid is incredible. He's mature. I, I trust his decision. I just want Pogba and Mbappé to play together for Paris Saint-Germain for a season. And if he, yeah. Mbappé is going to go. He's going to go maybe this summer. He's going to go at the end of next year. He may sign a contract extension of a year. He's going to go to Real Madrid. It's inevitable. We know that we know that Mbappé is a big NBA fan. And we kind of hinted this, uh, Mark Damon and I, in 1970, when he brought up uh, Atene Kumpo, hopefully I said that correctly, uh, for the Bucks. He was drafted by the Milwaukee Bucks. He had an opportunity to leave, I think, two years ago or a year ago. Um, but he signed a contract extension. He said, I want to win with the team that drafted me for the people that believed in me and gave me this Good. opportunity. And I almost feel like you could correlate the same thing to Mbappe. He became a star at PSG. He's from Paris, the suburbs of Paris. Does it not mean something more to him to win the Champions League in Paris than going to Real Madrid, where he's just another guy who would win just another Champions League trophy? There's nothing that he could do at Real Madrid that would be new and exciting. It would be exactly what Ronaldo or Zidane had already achieved. For us, but for him, it'd be you know becoming the number one player at Real Madrid, and you know. But it, that's easy when they sell all their players. You don't. Like they, it's easy to be the number one player at Real Madrid because they don't have any players. They've sold pretty much. Well, they used to. Not anymore. Like the team no. is not. Someone got into a back and forth with me saying like, "Well, we got this player and all these Benzema and Kroos, and and um, what's the other? Modric. They're all leaving, and so he'll be the number one. It's easy to be number one right now at Real Madrid because they're not that great. Um, and I just yeah. Why not do the Giannis model and? win something where it actually means something it may happen this season he may extend by a year but what i'm saying is eventually he's going to go to madrid he's 22 if he doesn't go this year he'll go when he's 23 and if he doesn't go when he's 23 he'll go when he's 24 and then they in bring in years, he'll be 24. it's like all right and then they bring in Erlen Holland, who is comes in, and maybe he scores more goals, and he becomes the star. And then well, you have yeah, like you know, um, Holland and Mbappe <laughs> up front would be kind of nice to uh, you know, and that may happen in summer twenty twenty two. Yeah, 
It could. Mbappe's going to go. Mbappe's going to go eventually. Um, so we have to come to terms with that. It would Meanwhile, be nice if he signed one year extension with like a handshake deal that after this year we sell you for something. That way we can at least get something. It, yeah, it would, it would but be that's nice. That's not how it happens. I know. That's not how it happens. You know, I the know. club will be like, okay, so now, <laughs> you know, maybe one more year. Uh-huh. So, you know, not signing is like, okay, there's no blah, 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 blah. I mean, you can say whatever you want, but like his contract's up, he can do whatever he wants and leave and um, hopefully leave in wonderful terms. And hopefully live with the Champions League. Um, and yeah. and and if I'm the club right now, I do absolutely everything to sign Pogba, and I forget about Mbappe. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, we're, we're not talking about contract extension. Oh, hey, Paul. Hey, oh, Paul. Hey, uh, Killian. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's he's coming. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's coming. See what you you know. What you want to do, Killian, with the team? Let's Pogba now. There's Hakimi. Oh my God, Pogba and there's Marquinhos, Verratti, or no, you no, could no, go but like like Pogba and Mbappe, like how they find each other. Oh, how Mbappe finds Pogba. Oh. It would be beautiful. Pogba long passes. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, and some guy named Neymar. I forgot about him. Like he would be oh, yeah. there yeah. also. Yeah, weather maker. Shit season. I mean, really poor season for his. You know, his his, his level of play. Or you could go to Real Madrid and, and play with or play for not Zidane. You play for Ancelotti and Benzema, I guess. Ancelotti is great. He's and, okay. Real Madrid will rebuild the team because they always have, and they are the biggest club in the world, and they will stay there. Uh, COVID, no COVID. They have a billionaire. They're like three hundred uh, million in debt. Who's running the biggest construction company in the world? With Heavy interest in in uh, in Qatar, as a matter of fact. Um, so I'm not too worried about Madrid. They'll rebuild. Mbappe's going to go this summer, next summer, in two seasons. He's going to leave Paris Saint Germain, and that's fine. That's I, fine. I We're, not we We're not Real Madrid. We're not Real Madrid. Don't want to be. I just hope I we just draw want... them in the Champions League and smack well, them around. They, they have 12 Champions Leagues, I think. I forgot, 13, I forgot. Uh, we have zero. So It helps when you, you have know, your wife in have, your back when, pocket. When but... we have five or six in our pocket, then we'll, 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 we'll reassess the situation. But they are eons above us. Did I just want to make sure um, Real Madrid did go along with that Super League thing, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, yeah. And then um, they just had... Let's not forget about that. Uh, Barcelona, Madrid, and Juve just made an announcement. Oh my God! Ooh, I am pulling it up right now. What and it's say? gonna go. It's gonna go to the European Court of Justice. They're but... they're still going forward. You know, oh, like they're they... still going. They're like you know, uh, UEFA has a monopoly, and it's against uh, European business law. Blah blah blah, and they're awful, and this and that. So they. They won a, I don't know if it was a judgment or an arrangement or whatever. So the sanctions are lifted. We don't even know. My God, we UFR right now, I think they need a new DIRCOM or like a spokesperson who, you know, because we don't know what they, what's happening with FFP. We don't know what's happening with anything. And um, 
I think uh, they are in trouble. They are in trouble with those super clubs trying to do their super league because they need those super clubs in their uh, Champions League. I mean, they're the bread and butter of the Champions League. What, what, what are you going to do? Say, oh, you can't go to the Champions League anymore. You are exp expelled from the Champions League. TV ratings are going to go down. Sponsors are going to be like, what? So they, they are in a lose-lose situation. Um, but... So is that a team Mbappe wants to go to? A team that's trying to basically blow everything up? And also, for the record, if PSG were the ones that were continuing moving down this path, UEFA would absolutely sanction them, take the Champions League away from them, punish them. There's no doubt. Real Madrid keeps going forward. Oh, well, you know, it's, we don't like it, but come on, guys. Be nice. You know, like... You see a little well, slap on the wrist. They're not going to do anything. It's ridiculous. We'll see what Ruminigo and Nasser have to say. Uh, because now they are the two representatives of the European Club Association or Union at the UEFA. And so, oh, my, my, my God, Nasser knows how to maneuver behind the curtain so well but what we'll if see. they do if they do get sanctioned maybe no champions league for five years or whatever three years i mean does mbappe want to go to so, real madrid so no real madrid juve barcelona mm -hmm. manchester city uh well not city but i think it's these are the three so yeah you, 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 uh, barcelona you madrid the two biggest clubs in the world out and then juve out so no messi no ronaldo no you i mean you know it's like oh Okay, people, I mean, people are we'll still see. going to watch. People are going to watch without. If you take these three teams out for two, three seasons, people oh, are people still going to watch the Champions League, and it's yeah. going to still be amazing. Because there's teams like PSG with really good players, and there's English teams, you know. Sure. So yeah, we'll, it's possible. we'll see. It's in, it's very interesting. It is but an interesting let's, wrinkle. Let's focus back on, on Paris Saint Germain. And, <laughs> Please, yes. Uh, oh my God! Every day I wake up and I'm I'm sending good vibes. Well, the team, the team, and the team we may have. This, well, we we already have it. We already have resolved our core problems. We think if Bernat comes back to his normal level, with Akimi on the right and Bernat on the left, we have two international level fullbacks, which we haven't had even when Daniel Vest joined. He was 36 and uh, skinny. And, uh, you know, he was an uh, amazing right back from a different age. Uh, Akimi, physically, whew, he's an athlete. The guy is like very, very interesting. Uh, defensively, he's not going to be the best defender in the world, but he can, with with his physicality and his mobility, he's going to be he's going to be just fine. But attacking, I mean, he's a new weapon for the club. Now, if you have the midfield that reacts to that, and if you have Pogba, oh my God, Pogba seems like the missing link. Now, oh, he's the missing link. If we can he's get him, great. Link. But we we had a couple of questions come in. Uh, who was it? 
at anomaly underscore Mike said, should they PSG fire Pochettino now or wait until there will be no chance to win a championship because there will not be any this season. People are already out on Pochettino. And what I want to ask you, though, is there's a certain fellow Champions League winner. It's French, even if it was Marseille, whatever, but Zidane. He's not going to be the France national team manager for at least three or four seasons, maybe. So is he really going to sit out that long until he gets the call? Why not come and manage PSG for a year or two? Win a couple more Champions Leagues. I don't know. No? So first of all, it's still unclear what's happening between Deschamps and Le Le Great. I never know how to pronounce it. I thought he had an extension. Deschamps did. He's got confirmed, but how many how many coaches got fired the mm. day after they were confirmed for another, you know? So um Deschamps had a terrible year as as a as a manager. Like really bad. Really, really bad. And uh Zidane wants a job. I would be surprised if Zidane wants Zidane wants to train Paris Saint Germain. Zidane is a Marseille at heart, you know. Uh, for his image, she'd be a little. Mm. But what's? I'm sorry. What's wrong with Push? Well, he oh, didn't... he never won anything with uh, <laughs> Tottenham. Well, when was the last time Tottenham won anything with anyone? Before uh, I was born, in the 80s. <laughs> so is that a manager problem? No, Push. Push is having a preseason. Sort of, because all our main players are still in vacation. But they're coming back very soon. Mbappe is back to training. Um, all the South Americans are coming back. Season is starting. He received the players he wanted. Um, he's been talking to Gigi, uh, one of them, for years because he loves this player, and he got him. He got a world-class, phenomenal right back that we need so badly. A uh, little bonus, here is uh, the biggest defender in world football in the last 20 years. Here he is. I, you know, he's a little old, but he's going to bring something to the the team for sure. And then probably the greatest goalkeeper Italy ever had. Uh, we'll see about that. So there's nothing wrong with Posh. Um he, he, he came in the middle of a season, in the middle of a pandemic last last year, and uh, with Posh, we defeated um, Barcelona and Bayern Munich in the Champions League. That's a good point. When was the last time we did that with any coach at Paris Saint-Germain? <laughs> Hello, we defeated Barcelona and Bayern Munich back-to-back. Back no Lewandowski for Bayern. Sure, no Lewandowski for Bayern. Okay. Yeah, there's always something like that, you know, you know. PSG had their issues too, but I'm, that's what people. We had say. we had no Verratti, no this, no then you know for years. It, it's part of football. You can't. Have, it's rare to have all your. You know. I do so, think yeah, it's. Yeah, I do think it's fair to say that Poch did get outmanaged by Pep Guardiola, but I don't. I think a lot of managers will, except <laughs> for maybe Zidane. I think except for maybe Zidane, and I think that's why if he's just sitting out there. Give him a call. Maybe he's already said no. I don't. I don't know the inner workings of how that is, but like, I, I think PSG would be foolish I mean, to. But I know they just I'm, extended Poch, so. Zidane but that doesn't mean anything. Coach, at PSG. But it's. I mean, he's. Um, 
Great years at Real Madrid. Look at the players he had. At one point, he had pretty much the best players at every position. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and he won with them. Oh, wow. I just love that Uh, after the Trophy de Champion, we're already talking about firing the manager. I love it. This is why we're PSG fans. I'm not talking about firing the manager. (laughs) Give him a chance. Yeah. Give him a chance. No, I mean, I was a big Tuchel fan. I really, really love Tuchel. Uh, and well, he came in mid season at Chelsea, and we know what happened. Well, he came with Thiago Silva too. But um, Posh, Posh is great. Um, we're gonna really know this season what it's all about. Has to get off to a good start. We can't drop points to teams like we what did last we season. Points. We dropped we way too many points. points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. We know why. The team didn't have a break between the final of the Champions League and the, the beginning of a new season. It was insane. Yeah. They had, you know, they had a break. The French players had a good break. Mbappé didn't have, I mean, Kimpembe and Mbappé were fried. They had a good summer break. Um, or Argentinian players are going to come back so happy because finally they want something. And uh, they didn't overplay. Sometimes uh, Di Maria was on the bench, coming from the bench for Argentina. Paredes had a few, started a few games, but not all of them. All Brazilians, well, they were, you know, a bit disappointed not to win the Copa America, but they had a good summer break too, well, winter break for them. Uh, everybody's coming back. No major players injured. The season's starting soon, but, you know, early in the season, it's always a little shaky and all. Posh has all the players he wants. We're going to get rid of a few. And we may get another world-class player. We're not going to drop points. I just want to see. Maybe it's maybe they do need Pogba. I just want to see some entertaining football. Poch is supposed to be an offensive mind. He's got all of these great players. Even without Pogba, you should be able to get something done with Wijnaldum, Varadi, oh, Paredes. Even um, without Pogba, it's going to be yeah. a very interesting. I'm very, very... Um, but you have to like, be able to break down Lille. I mean, I understand they're a good defensive team, but you scored a goose egg against them today. Even with this you team, you should have scored something. Should have. No. Better. Not with this team. I look at the lineup. I'm like, okay. I know exactly what type of game is, you know. Lily's probably going to win one now. Uh, and the game happened exactly. I mean, look at the players we had. <laughs> we had one starter, Akimi, who we like, okay, got the, got the job. Well, Navas used to, but now Roma is around. Everybody else is on the bench or normally not even on the match roster. So, and Nicali is a ghost. And my God, maybe there's some hope for him, but... Need to figure out something with him. Just looking at the stats, PSG had 71% of the possession, 10 total shots, only three on goal, whereas Lille had 29% possession, eight shots on goal, four... uh, Eight total shots and four on goal. So, like, Lille had much less possession and still managed to get more shots on goal than PSG. Just not good. That's not good. I understand who's out, but, like... Come on, Poch. Do you? <laughs> you? I understand who's out, but if you look at, let me just pull up the lineup again. I mean, you should have you should have done better. You've you've got Hakimi out there and Draxler. I know whatever, but we're playing Lille. This isn't Manchester City, 
And let's not forget, you know, Leo has have lost some players as well. The, not that many, actually. It was yeah. close to the the title winning team. That a couple of that goalkeeper they got is really good. I've never heard of him. He was excellent today. Yeah, Leo Jardine. Typical, yeah. Typical league when they deserve to win the title. They had a solid season. They are a freaking solid team. Mm-hmm. Starting this season with all of our starters except one. And we were missing just uh, Ramos, Marquinhos, Burnett, Paredes, Verati. Well, Wildenham came in. Mbappe, Neymar, Di Maria. But, but Leo had a 37-year-old center back. I mean, we can't... Boatman is great. really good. But I know he's he a is, good, but... solid. Fonte is a great, solid center back. We can't get uh, more shots know. on goal. It's just like there was no urgency to at the back end. Who? To 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 Mark Icardi and Calvin Wendo, uh, I could have done it. That's the other thing, Calvin Wendo. We all want to like him, but like I'm just, he's not getting there. I'm not seeing the breakthrough. I'm not seeing the talent shining uh, through yet. I'm not seeing it yet. Not, I want to yet. though. Not yet, but we have one player. Oh my god. One player, um, I, I was hoping he would come in. What is his nickname? He has a nickname because he's, he's, he's pretty much has an unpronounceable. Is it Bitchyabu? Bitchyabu. I'm going with that. Okay, Bitchyabu, guys, you gotta, is a very strange player. <laughs> so you see this mountain. He's 16. He's taller than Ibrahimovic. Yes. By a, an inch and a half. And he's big. And you're like, oh my God, he's going to shred people physically. He doesn't use his body at all. In the air a bit. But he's like, yeah, no. Because he has football in his feet. He's a great passer of the game. Yeah, he's 6'4", I think. He's 16 six years old. Four, six, or six no, four. Yeah, 6'5", actually. He's 6'5". Yeah. And uh, close to 2 meters. So it's almost 6'6". Six, six. He's 17 years old. He's, if you focus just on his feet and the, the way he plays, not on his body, you're like, wow, that's an interesting player. And then you look at the guy. Oh, my God. He's a diamond in the rough. Is that the expression? He's absolutely, like, nobody's like him. So if, if Posh and his staff can, like, teach him to start using his... Um, Complete physical domination. Well, he's a, he's a little slow. You know, he's, he's got problems defending against very mobile uh, attacking players who love to play between the lines and go behind his back. But you can compensate that with uh, some, you know, advice and experience. Koulibaly and, and, and at Napoli is similar, where he's, he's a little, maybe a little bit slower. Tiago Silva yeah. is not always the, Tiago, the most yeah. fleet footed. Wasn't the fastest, but it's mm-hmm. all about awareness and positioning. You can compensate for that. Well, guess what? He's got Marquinhos, Kimpembe, and Sergio Ramos to teach him a few tricks. Yeah. Also, I think deep down, he's not a central defender. He's a midfielder, and he should be. He should Defensive be. Midfielder, yeah. He should be developed as a, as a central midfielder because. Oh my God! And he's he just signed his first professional contract for Paris Saint Germain. Mm-hmm. Didn't sign for Borussia, Borussia Dortmund <laughs> or Hertha Berlin or whatever freaking German club. I thought Germany um, was supposed to have like a good crop of like younger players and they could develop well, they their own. They, but they're they do, stealing they the youngsters from France. I don't understand. 
because it's so easy to do. I guess. Because there's no protection from any European uh, regulation to, to, uh, for that. Um, because in France, there's an agreement between French clubs. Uh, when you sign someone's first con uh, professional uh, contract, you can give them up to five years, I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, for international clubs, it's up to, I, I forgot. It's, it's something like that. Three years. Ah, I forgot. I, sh I should uh, double check and, and, and think before I, I speak. But it's, it's a strange dichotomy like this. Like for French clubs, it's very straightforward and they can't. But foreign clubs can come in and like, bye. Thanks. <laughs> Up will taking him. Anyways. Uh, oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, 75 cents. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, it's, a, it's absurd. It's absurd. So Jean-Michel Aulas, uh, Lyon president, Nasser and another guy went on French Congress and said, listen, you, you know, you politicians are so happy about the, the French youth academies and how we can, we are being how about you do something? looted. <laughs> so do something do because something. it's hurting French football. It's hurting League One. It's hurting yeah. everybody. Please do something. And then they want to bring it to the European court too. Thank God. Yeah. Long story short, uh, <laughs> we have a gem, absolute gem. He's fantastic. In the Youth Academy, um, who's already a very good football player, very mature for his age. He's a mountain of a man and doesn't use his body at all on the pitch yet. So... That's when you know you have a good coach and a good staff. If we see a transformation this year, I want to see him play. Yeah. I want to see him play. He's... He, he was in the lineup today, but did not get on the pitch, unfortunately. Um, but okay. you never know. We may, we may see him down the road. Um, you, you were talking about French football and, and with transfer or you know youngsters and how they can just kind of be picked off by outsiders. To wrap up the show, I wanted to get your thoughts on something sort of fun. My other favorite sport, college football. There were the big news. I'm sure you weren't following Guillaume, but the big news is you had Texas, University of Texas and Oklahoma uh, moving from the Big 12 Conference over to the... I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah. Which, over to the yeah. SEC. Stick with me. I'm going to bring this back to PSG. So you were talking about France. They don't really care. They're not helping the clubs with their young players, their young talented players. We know oh. about the media rights deal in France and how they... All the clubs are basically for sale. It is basically French football is a dumpster fire outside of PSG right now. It is terrible. So tying, tying it in with my college football reference, if PSG could go to a different conference, go to a different league, which league do you think that they should go to? Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm we're going sure. there. We're going there. I'm you have an answer for you. <laughs> Uh, I, geographically, European maybe Spain, but I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll Champions say League. <laughs> just play Champions League. That's it. Just, just the Champions League, which is basically what they really want to do. If you think about it, though, I mean, for PSG at least, maybe it wouldn't make sense for Marseille. But who cares about them? I could see PSG maybe you know trying to get into the Premier League. You know, they they allow you know Welsh teams to come in and, and play. Sure. Uh, you know, it's just a short train ride, so travel's not going to be a big issue. Like if they were to go to a different country. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, if PSG wanted to pull a, an Oklahoma or a Texas and move conferences, 
Call up whoever runs the Premier League. Get in and let's see. Can PSG do it on a cold night in Stoke? There was a story like this with <laughs> Barcelona two or three years ago. There was, yeah, yeah. They, that they that maybe they would the go French to La Liga. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because, but yeah, because of the there was a, politics. an issue, you know, between the regions and the Fed. I forgot. It's like what? But is there anything in football that would say that a team can't apply to go to another league? Now, would PSG have to go all the way down to the bottom rung of English football and work their way up and just smash some like you know? Bartenders oh, like well, fifty to nothing. Would love that they would stay definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just had me thinking with everything going on in this whole new world that we're in. Players are running down contracts. Teams are moving conferences. It's just madness. Nothing makes well, sense. We we went through a difficult period, you know. Uh, but it's good because COVID, like, is is like a rev- revelator. It sh- it showed the the core problems of world football. Um, people are crying, money, money, we lost football. Yeah, okay. So go watch, um, I don't know, Springfield High against uh, Newark, New Jersey in football. Uh, I'm an amateur, not professional. That's <laughs> real football. Um, do that. You're okay. completely free. Stop bitching and whining on Reddit about it or on Twitter and just do, just do that. Let the people who love world-class football Watch world class football. Um, yeah, PSG killed. Oh yeah, we oh we so killed football by paying two hundred million each for two players. That's nothing to do with the fact that the when was that nineteen eighty four? The English clubs like basically revolted and created the EPL because yeah. they were not getting enough money. So that was the beginning of sports business in football. And the EPL now, we, when you look at the stat, is spending twice as much in transfers each season as any other league. It's starting to show some results. Oh, and they're like, oh, we're so good. Yeah, you're so rich. So, yeah, football is a huge sport. It's a huge business. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge money. And we are a huge money club. Wow. So people, you know, whine about it. Yeah, go, see, yeah, go watch um, third division Portuguese, uh, a female that, that you know, it's and they all like um, they all have other jobs, and it's like oh, it's going to be wonderful. I'll stick to world world class football because that's what I love. At the end of the day, yeah, there's too way too much football, and you know, uh, way too much money in football, and money is power and control. And, uh, yeah, sure, but but those they, overpaid yeah. players sometimes. Some games, and and look back at the Champions League these few years. I mean, what an incredible tournament it is! The games the Champions League has offered these past ten years are just unbelievable. So you have billionaires playing incredible football. Well, I love incredible football. I don't like billionaires, but uh, you can't have one without the other. Um, I'll keep watching it. We are the beginning of a great potential season for Paris Saint-Germain. Last two seasons, we reached the final of the Champions League, then a semi. The image of the club is changing. Go on Reddit. You know, people are still whining that ah, haters are going to hate. But people are starting to see a football team and a club. It takes time. Um, if Even without Pogba, and I think Mbappe is going to run his contract out and will we'll, we'll, we'll play with us. 
as like nothing's happening, it's Mbappé, he loves playing and he loves winning. If Pogba join, we have on paper the best team in Europe. Mm -hmm. Will they deliver? I think they have enough experience. They went through some hell. Mm -hmm. They suffered. They learned how to suffer. We know how to suffer. We believe in ourselves. We have experience. We have great fans. Uh, the audience should be back. Uh, well, we'll see about that because COVID, uh, you know, COVID uh, rates are jumping up again. Uh, COVID is not going away. It's going to be with us, uh, but there's going to be great atmosphere at Parc des Princes. Maybe not as much as you know a couple of years ago, um, but again, we are the being of. Uh, oh, I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm feeling it. Um, Gives feeling might it. Be, yeah, I'm Love feeling it. this season. I'm feeling the team. I'm feeling the coach. I'm feeling the the club. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it this season. I, re I really am. For the first time in like since USI took over, there was one year when Matuidi had three lungs, uh, uh -huh. Mota, Verratti, blah blah blah, but lack of experience. Well, you you could feel the team was like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, you know. The stage then, isn't too big for and us then anymore. Hollywood FC took over and blah 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 blah. This year, like everything seems like tighter at every level, and uh, it's. Hmm. There is something in the air, and I know we all like to there bitch is. and moan about Donnarumma and Navas and Pochettino when we lose a game. Um, I think there's some worry you know we don't know about bernard if he comes back from his injury um can podge figure this out and get things clicking offensively but there's a lot to like about this team it's pretty close to being as perfect as it could be yeah with that addition to hakimi there's not very many holes and if there are holes they're pretty small cracks injuries will play a big part in this season um but and you can give your thoughts on this i think psg should be a lock to win league on, I think hopefully I think last year was an aberration um, in yeah. champions league. I think semifinal is the bare minimum. Bare minimum. Uh, it used to be the quarterfinals. I think now it's semifinals. Oh, it used to be the eighth of final. Yeah. It's, Round of it's just a knockout stage. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, um, maybe we can raise the bar up a bit more and, and expect at least a final more than a semi. Then it's football. You never know what happened. Look at the French team against Switzerland. Mm. But what a team. What a team we have. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so happy football is back. Yeah, it'll be back <sighs> just five days till Ligue 1 kicks off. Um, PSG will be back in action. What did I say? August 7th against Troyes. Right? Did mm -hmm. I say that correctly? And so we'll do, uh, we'll do another show. We're going to do these regularly. Um, we're trying to try to record every Sunday and then give me time to edit and we'll get it up on monday um for you all to listen to first thing on monday so that's the plan hopefully we can stick to it this season thank you so much for listening to guillaume and i rant and rave about the game today and in the in the season coming ahead really appreciate you guys listening um even all those who are just giving me all kinds and of crap subscribing on yeah and we subscribing 1000 subscribers mark which is yeah, wonderful that's awesome so yeah it took us two years but we finally got there yeah. Um, well, you know, 
we're we're catching up to BN Sports probably. Oh, Maybe yeah. we should run a commercial on BN Sports. I can't imagine it costs too much. Uh, Guillaume, not very expensive. You should look into it. I probably should. Guillaume, how can people find you on Twitter if they want to give you a shout out? Uh, I went away for a while on Twitter, but come back to me. Oh, I yeah. come back to you. Off the door one on Twitter. Uh, of the door one and i am at psg talk send all of your donnarumma hate towards me and novice is great i've been getting a lot of those tweets so uh, keep them coming they're always fun i'll try to interact as much as i can all right we'll catch you next week okay thanks for listening bye everyone bye guys